Thank That was really loud. <laughs> Are we better? All right, thank you, Sheila. That was beautiful. What a way to start the service. Good morning and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. I'm Deacon Amy. Pastor Wayne Backus is here with us this morning. Thank you for joining us. It is good that we are here. Uh, I invite you to stand as we begin our service. Gathered together, we worship in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We will join in our gathering hymn, Come and See. We have found the Messiah in the water. We have found the Messiah on the road to Galilee. Found the Messiah. Come and see, oh, come and see. Well, John saw the Spirit when the Holy Dove. Come and see, oh, come and see. Came down to rest on the light of love. Come and see, oh, come and see. We have found the Messiah in the water. We have found the Messiah on the road to Galilee. Found the Messiah. Come and see, oh, come and see. Behold, said John, the Lamb who takes away. Come and see, oh, come and see the sin and the evil in the world today come and see oh come and see we have found the messiah in the water we have found the messiah on the road to galilee found the messiah come and see oh come and see when we ask jesus where do you stay Come and see, oh, come and see. Come follow me and I will show the way. Come and see, oh, come and see. We have found the Messiah in the water. We have found the Messiah on the road to Galilee. Found the Messiah. Come and see, oh, come and see. We'll continue with the Kyrie. Carl will lead us. Kyrie, Kyrie, eleison. Have mercy on us. Kyrie, Kyrie, eleison. Have mercy on us. Christelezon, Christelezon, Christ have mercy on us. Kyrie, Kyrie, Eleison, have mercy on us. Gather here. 
Our hymn of praise, Morning Has Broken. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, powerful and compassionate, you shepherd your people, faithfully feeding and protecting us. Heal each of us and make us a whole people that we may embody the justice and peace of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Ellen is going to come forward and read this morning's lessons for us. Good morning. Good morning. First lesson today is from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered my flock and driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them. 
They shall not fear any, any, any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the world. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The second reading this morning is from the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 11 to 22. So, then remember that at one time you gentle, Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, in his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself a new humanity in the place of two, thus making peace and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For the, through him, both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you are also built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. The word of the Lord. So if you listen to that second reading, you heard lines that would uh, talk about who we are at Trinity. Uh, we're accepted as we are, a church where everybody's welcome, right? And Christ has broken down the wall. Um, it's the name of this song and also a line from that reading. Um, and we are invited, since Christ has broken down that wall, to do that very same thing, to accept people where they are, as they are, and break down those walls. So 
a little encouragement for that journey in this song by Mark Miller. Christ has broken down the wall. Christ has broken down the wall. Let us join our hearts as one. Christ has broken down the wall. We're accepted as we are. We're accepted as we are. Through God's love, all is reconciled. We're accepted as we are. Cast aside your doubts and fears. Cast aside your doubts and fears. Peace and love freely offered here. Cast aside your doubts and fears. We will tear down the walls. We will tear down every wall. God has called us one and all. Christ has broken down the wall. God has called us one and all. Christ has broken down the Christ has broken down the wall. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the sixth chapter. The apostles had gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And Jesus said to them, come away now to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him, and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to, what, to wherever they heard he was. 
And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of our Lord. Cell phone, voice recognition. It is leaping and bounding with advancements. I no longer have to dial. I just hold up my smartphone, speak a name, and immediately it dials that person. It's like magic, isn't it? I wanted to wish my daughter a happy birthday a couple of weeks ago, so I simply held up my phone said her name, Katie, and the phone immediately began to dial my daughter's number. I also wanted to thank her for the gift of Alexa, Amazon's amazing recognition device. I'm certain many of you have Alexa in your homes. If you do, then you know that you can ask Alexa anything. Like, what is the meaning of life? And she doesn't hesitate at all. She says, Wayne, always recognizes my voice. Wayne, all evidence to date indicates chocolate. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. And some voices, some voices are so distinct, you never forget them. We hear them, and we immediately know who is speaking. And then... There are moments in our lives when we desire to hear a familiar voice. The spouse who is away on an extended business trip calls home for no other reason than to hear a familiar voice. Or the child who waits for daddy or mommy to hear their voice. Some people I know, and I won't mention any of them by name, but some people I know will even put their phone up to their pet's ear so the pet can hear a familiar voice too. <laughs> we derive a great deal of joy from hearing a familiar voice. In today's gospel, the evangelist St. Mark tells us great crowds followed Jesus and he had compassion on them because they were like Sheep without a shepherd. In the Gospel of John, Jesus is called the Good Shepherd. And the Good Shepherd is the one who lays down his or her life for the sheep. This is the kind of intimacy Jesus speaks of between himself and his followers. What a contrast this is, this image, is in our culture where raw power is worshipped and where intimacy is considered, well, delicate and sometimes even squishy. Jesus speaks of a relationship with him that is both deep and intimate. What more? This kind of intimate knowing doesn't happen magically. Becoming that attuned to another requires 
exquisite sensitivity that knows how to watch and listen more with your heart than just your ears. And it means responding to the other as he or she is, not as we would like them to be. As sheep, in this metaphor, it might feel discomforting to open ourselves to that kind of knowing. How vulnerable do we have to be as individuals and as a community of faith like Trinity Lutheran to allow ourselves to be known as we are? You can't fake it for very long in a close relationship with Jesus or anyone else for that matter. Cracks show, flaws appear, weakness is written in large letters. But if Jesus is to recognize us as his own, it will have to be just as we are. How can we show Jesus who we are? How does intimacy grow? If not through revealing silence and honest conversation, deep silence and honest prayer hone the relationship between Jesus the Good Shepherd and his sheep. In that same silence and prayer, we also learn to know Jesus as the Good Shepherd. We learn to recognize the sound of his voice and what it means for us to follow him. There is a safe haven here, if only for the moment. However, we must be ready to move at a moment's notice to unforeseen places. His call may signal an unexpected wolf at the door or one we are too blind to see. And we who are in Christ and have Christ in us know that the call to shepherd will come our way. For this too is part of being one of his sheep. We will be trained to be shepherds, to care for what the Good Shepherd has given us charge over. Our care is as wide as the world and as narrow as our closest relationship. Knowing intimately those for whom we are responsible may be one thing. But how likely is it we will be called to lay down our lives for our sheep? There is a real sacrifice to be made when one shepherds another. And our broader vision of all we may be responsible for as followers of the Good Shepherd suggests even a greater sacrifice on our part. And one thing is certain, as the followers of the Good Shepherd, we will be asked to lay down our lives as we have known them or planned them. The call may be to lay down favorite way of doing things, or maybe just to give up self-interest. Over the course of my ministry, I have seen congregations struggle, struggle to give up the, well, we've always done it that way approach to ministry. There have been disagreements, misunderstandings, and cross-purposes among the faithful that have led to divisions. When this occurs, we we're like sheep without a shepherd. 
or to say it more emphatically, we have lost our way. We have turned away from the Good Shepherd to follow our own way. The good news. The good news is that our Shepherd is the Good Shepherd who lays down his life for us. The Good Shepherd knows his own and his own know him. The Good Shepherd leaves the 99 and goes in search of that one lost sheep. The Good Shepherd calls us to follow him. We may be called to live more simply for the sake of the vulnerable earth, to give away our treasured time for someone who needs our attention to survive, or to behave in a new way for the sake of a precious and endangered relationship. That kind of shepherding takes power that can only come from the Good Shepherd himself, Jesus. If we seek to know him, we will know how to be good shepherds. Good shepherds of all that God has entrusted to our care. For this is the good shepherd, the one who leads us not to green pastures, but to his table. This is the good shepherd who forgives us, seeks us out when we are lost, and feeds us both the bread of life and the cup of salvation. His cup of grace truly runneth over, and we are the glad recipients of the good shepherd's unconditional love for the sheep. He is not only the good shepherd, he is also the model shepherd, the one who shows us how to lead and care for others who are like sheep without a shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Jesus knows our triumphs and our failures, and we know the shepherd, the good shepherd, who leads us not to greener pastures, but to the font of holy baptism, where he makes us his own. We are the sheep, he is our shepherd, and he leads us to the table of grace, and from which table we go into the world to share with others the good news of a good shepherd, a good shepherd who lays down his life for us and for the whole world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
exalted by Christ the Lord of all. We lift our hearts to God in prayer. Ellen is going to lead us in prayers, and Carl will lead our sung response. God of mercy and hearing, you hear the cries of those in need. Receive these petitions of your people that all may know peace, comfort, courage, and joy. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. Listen to my song. Almighty God, maker of all, with joy we give thanks for all your goodness. We praise you for the love which has created and sustained us to this day, and for the gift of your Christ, who brings us into covenant relationship with you and with all your people of faith. Help us to treasure your gifts and to show our thankfulness by lives wholly given to your service. that you would move our nation and all people towards the justice of your peace. Bless our national, state, and local leaders to serve all people with integrity. Purge from us all hatred and prejudice and build within us your love, peace, truth, and justice. Be with the people and leaders of Haiti during this time of upheaval, that servant leaders might rise up in the midst of deceit, and that the urge toward solutions of violence might give way to reconciliation and hope that all may simply live. our homes with the joy of your presence. Strengthen our covenants of family and of faith, that we may grow into fullness of faith, that together we may show forth your praise in our world through deeds and words of love and compassion, especially with those who are alone and lonely. Be with those who are ill or are nearing death and those who grieve the loss of loved ones, especially Deb Lung at the loss of her mother, Sandra. Let them know the peace of your abiding love. Hear my cry, Lord. 
life-giving God, heal our lives, that we may acknowledge your wonderful deeds and offer you thanks from generation to generation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Take a moment to share that greeting of peace with your neighbor. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with one another. Um, after worship service, we have coffee and treats in the gym and also in the courtyard outside. It's a nice day to spend some time together visiting. Um, our altar flowers this morning are provided by Anne and Doug Rohrabach for the blessing of finding each other and enjoying 10 years of happy marriage. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> Next Sunday, the 25th, we will celebrate Pastor Dennis and Jerry Hansen with cake, special coffee hour treats, and cards. We will be celebrating after both worship services, so um, be sure to attend. And I believe that Kay Wiley has an announcement for us. Come on up. We have the privilege this morning <laughs> of thanking Audrey Anderson. <laughs> you like to come up and get this? No. Uh, she has been our librarian here for 20 years. She started the library, and believe it or not, it's not such an easy thing to do. Um, she created with a committee a group of categories that everybody at Trinity could go in and pick a book out and it wouldn't be difficult. So she has 20 years of here and we're gonna miss her. So, to you. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't, we can't let the head of all the libraries get away without a book. So this is called the personal librarian. <laughs> so, <laughs> We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> thank you, Kay, and thank you, Audrey. 
Um, do we have any other announcements from the congregation? I have one. So those of you that have enjoyed the Shifty Sailors over the years are going to be welcome to a concert next week with the Saratoga Orchestra. Now, if those seem like two ships that are going like this, <laughs> you might be right. But, you know, it's worth finding out what's going to happen. So um, 1 o'clock next uh, Saturday afternoon at the, um, uh, the space behind the community center in Langley or at 4 o'clock in Coopville at the pavilion in the park. Shifty Sailors and Saratoga Orchestra, you just never know. Should be interesting. I had the privilege of watching the, the shaler, sailors sing yesterday at the fairgrounds. Fantastic. Uh, our Tuesday afternoon middle school youth group is meeting on campus this week. We'll be here at 4 o'clock Tuesday. And then uh, Vacation Bible School is coming up the first week in August. We have registration forms and information in the gym, volunteer sign-up sheets, our one big need right now is somebody to lead games. So somebody who's feeling energetic and fun and would like to uh, play on the hillside outside with the kids, come and talk to me. It will be a fantastic week. We continue with our worship service singing the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil for the kingdom of power and glory are yours now and forever now and forever Amen Amen Now receive the benediction. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our sending hymn this morning, This Little Light of Mine. This little light of mine 